0: Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up because you and your future matters. Well, here we are again. I am so glad you're here, girlfriend. Today, we're gonna talk about the importance of community. I named this podcast, The Community Effect, um, because similar to the compound effect or say the butterfly effect, when we are with other people on a journey where people are aligned and going in the same direction, there's power in that. And I think it's extremely important, especially when we're on a personal journey with something that we might want to change or get better at. And when we're in the learning phases of anything new, we're going to suck. And oftentimes we suck so bad and we don't feel that we have support in our journey of that new thing. And so we quit. And in this podcast, I share a lot about just not quitting and staying consistent and, and growing and continuing to move. Yes, you, you're you going to make mistakes. You're going to fall on your face and you're going to want to quit and throw in the towel, but don't. Today might have been a bad day. Tomorrow can only be better. You know, It's it's up to you to continue this journey and to just keep plugging along and getting yourself back up, pulling your big girl pants back up, and, you know, putting that belt on and just keep going, right? So the community effect, I guess, in, in my mind is similar to the butterfly effect, You know, the butterfly effect, it's kind of transpired over the years and evolved to um, an ideal of, you know, this leveraging, you know, big power of, you know, small uh, ants working and creating a big empire. That's not really um, the original ideal of the butterfly effect? Really it's the idea that small things can have nonlinear impacts on a complex system. So similar to finances, it can it can be extremely complex, right? So just imagine a butterfly flapping its wings and causing a huge typhoon. We can't imagine that because a small little butterfly is just not going to have enough power to be able to do that right away, right? But a small event such as a butterfly flapping its wings, can act as a catalyst to starting conditions, putting the conditions in the right place at the right time for something big to happen at a later point. So this was actually not supposed to be my uh, planned Content for this podcast, but I felt too inspired the other day uh, when a client reached out to me, having a bit of a uh, emergency sense of urgency uh, situation. Um, she is one of those shoppers. She's a crafter. She uh, loves shiny things and creating and when you're a creative person, a lot of things, you know, can tend to cost money. And so her Saturdays are a trigger for her. For instance, on Saturdays, she wakes up and, you know, she goes out and and wants to shop and and can think of all of the things that she needs and that her family needs, for instance, in her life. Um, You know, and Saturday's the day that, you know, we're going to go grocery shopping, we're going to do all of the things, and that's going to cost us, Sometimes an arm and a leg, right? And so she was reaching out the other day because she happens to have a little hiatus from work. So therefore, during the weekday, guess what? She's off, you know, of of work. And um, now it's a little harder because she is tempted and feeling, you know, the urge to go out and do things that cost money, and you know obviously i'm i'm only one person and i can be that Person that she contacts and reaches out to, of course, because I'm her uh, mentor and her consultant um, on this path. However, you know, I'm only one person, so we we need a community uh, and a place to go where other people are aligned and going in the same direction. Maybe some people will be, uh, you know, a chapter ahead, or just one step ahead, or right behind you. Someone that you can help. But the whole point is, is that you know. we we have to have an accountability and when we're on a journey of making some changes you know for ourselves this is it's our journey we wake up with ourselves we go to sleep with ourselves right Um, so no one else can be really held accountable for our actions and our behaviors so for instance if you're on a weight loss journey and you know what do you do say you know uh, Weight Watchers is a perfect example. Weight Watchers is a really good program. I've seen it work for so many people. What do what do these women and men do when they're tempted to go binge eat or emotionally eat or um, you know they go to meetings they. Uh, speak to others, and in in a lot of cases, they serve others, and through that, they're they're holding themselves accountable by doing the work that they need to be doing for themselves, but also leading others to that watering trough, right? So, and if you're in a self development journey, I mean, people go to these big, huge live events, or. Pre-COVID times, they they did go to these live events, um, and hopefully that's going to come back because those things are amazing and can really um, motivate and pep people up and get them, you know, just ready and on fire and, and want to move. And we need that type of um, community and, you know, opportunity in a group setting to just be excited about something, you know? And here's another example, sobriety. Sobriety. Um, you know, when you're on a sobriety journey and you want to go head to the bar, you know, instead you call a sponsor or you go to uh, a meeting. I mean, one of the first things to do is, is you know, go to a meeting or, or call someone that is also sober and can help you, you know, off the, off the ledge. Um, and I'll talk more about that um, as well. So and if you're on a financial journey, you know, who's going to hold your Um, you accountable to your budget when you're standing at the end of the Walgreens aisle where there's the end cap right there and you're looking at all the shiny smelly things and they're on sale and you're like oh my gosh like I want to buy all this cool stuff and I need this lotion and I could totally use this candle I mean I can put that here and I need that shiny thing I mean I will not confirm nor deny that I'm talking about um yours truly, standing at the end caps. But anyways, I digress, okay? So my point here is that there is power in numbers. And I'll just uh, say a quote. Um, uh, This quote is from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Those events that once made me feel ashamed and disgraced now allow me to share with others how to become a useful member of the human race. And that's on page 492. I'm bringing this one up because, you know, I want to shout out first and foremost to my husband. Um, he picked up his seven-year chip yesterday, and I'm super proud. And, babe, I I couldn't be prouder. You have just been, uh, you know, just such an example that you've set for us and our family and for your friends. And um, I just could not be prouder of you for doing such amazing things uh, with your life um, in throughout this sober journey. Um, But I'll, you know, I'll move on from that. Um, And that's potentially a topic for another day. And I'd love to eventually have my husband be part of this, uh, when he's ready to uh, share his journey, his financial journey, and whatever else he wants to share. So what do we do when we're feeling lonely and, um, and or depressed? Um, You know, if we have a group of friends, we might phone a friend, right? But if we're in a journey that potentially, these friends don't quite Understand, or they're not on the same track, are those friends equipped to handle that conversation or that, you know, that thing that you might be needing some help with? Are they equipped? If they're not equipped to, keep you motivated and keep you going. For instance, if you are on a financial journey and you're working through your budget and you're like, I just can't you know, spend uh, on food this month. Um, I, I need to just stay out of the restaurants. I get in trouble there. If you're phoning a friend and talking to a friend about this that you and that friend have you know, go out to eat a lot or you go out and, and hang out and spend money together, then that might not be the person to rely on. Not to say that they're bad. Um, just to say that when you're, you know, taking a path to better something in your life, and then, you know, you have someone in it that might be potentially an antagonist to the growth work that you're working on. um, You know, you just have to be very careful the conversations that you're having. So, you know, and about step 12 of the AA uh, 12 step program. You know, the, the, I'll, I'll read a little blurb from the big book as well. The joy of living is the theme of AA's 12th step. So action is its key word. This is when the person turns outward towards their fellow alcoholics who are still in distress. So I, I, I this is, it's not the same community, but it's very similar and very aligned. What we're doing... Um, when we are working on a growth phase in our lives, you know, there has to be other people to support us. So, for instance, if you're in a in a marriage where you're wanting to accomplish something financially, but unfortunately, and this happens all the time, this is in no way, way coming from a judgmental place because uh, I've been there. But if you have a spouse or a partner that's not on board with your financial um goals, you know, that makes it really, really tough. And it can be a block. It can be a, a wall that gets put up um, to where you just feel defeated. And I hate to see that. And I don't want anyone to believe that it's true, whether you're male or female, anybody. It is not true that because the person that you're in a relationship with is that doesn't mean that you're not going to ever be able to reach financial independence. What it means is, is that it makes things harder and it's going to be a long road. And at some point we want to get that person on board. But until we're correcting our behavior and course correcting the things that we're doing and Working through our boundary settings and the tolerance levels and, and becoming the best us that we can be, that, the, the, the me, um, until we're becoming and taking on that identity, really, taking on that identity of a person that is, you know, working towards financial independence, a person that is budgeting, taking on an identity of a person that is doing the right stuff with their money. No one's going to come want to drink the water with you. You, We can't, you know, the old saying, I'm sorry, I have to go with the cliche here. You can pull a horse to water. You can. But they might not like the flavor of that water. You know, it, it, it might not taste good to them. But when you're doing something that's so good and awesome and turning that water into this yummy, delicious, sugary Kool-Aid, suddenly this partner or this person that you're trying to get support from is going to say, hey, I might want to take a sip of that very delicious sugary Kool-Aid, right? But that takes time. So working on ourselves is a must, and we need community around that. We can't just go at everything we do alone. Um, So, you know, I just, I guess that's my... (laughs) That's my point today. I tend to stutter a lot too, so please forgive me. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and you know end this podcast because now we're gonna have all of the ums and the ands and the awkward silence and you know the discomfort that comes with you know me like running out of things you know and just starting to ramble because that's what I do. I like to riff, <laughs> so I really could go about this subject all day. Um, because it's, it's just something that I'm extremely passionate about. But I have a quote that I wrote in my notes and I will just end it here. Darkness is the playground for creativity. So when we are in a dark place, get creative. Work through it. Pick up your pencil, start writing. Pick up a crayon and start drawing and coloring. Make something. Take that bad and create something beautiful. You can do it. I believe in you and I have faith in you. Have a wonderful day. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend or send it to 5 or 10. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at FinancialFixer. and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind. Oopsie, I almost forgot. I will leave some community information and ways that you can reach out to me in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. And I look forward to talking to you next time. See you later.